Hello, hello, Winnie here. Welcome to the Healing Psychologist Podcast. This is a safe space where we have open and vulnerable conversations as we, yes, we, myself included, walk and work on our healing journeys. We do this through sharing our stories and yes, using a bit of psychology to work through our healing journey. Let's get started. And today we are going to be talking about intentional friendships. In my previous episode, I sort of started out to my tribe and I thought that the natural trajectory would be to talk about tribes and kind of my journey with friendships and female friendships especially. And I hope, you know, with time we can talk about, you know, different types of friendships, the opposite sex and, you know, the progression of, of friendships and, and the like. But for this one, I, I want to talk about a little bit about uh, my journey with friendships and hopefully you can see yourself um, through my story in a way and also kind of see how I moved into a space where I have more intentional friends. And let me start with the fact that I'm sure some of you, most of you, or even all of you uh, are aware of the quote that says, you are the sum of the five people that you mostly hang around with. I'm such a huge believer in you of that quote. You are you are the sum of the top five people that you spend your time around. And people don't understand the impact that that has on you. And I'm seeing that especially so now uh, with the people that I spend my time around. The energy, the decisions you make, the mindset that you have, the even the well-being that you have. It's it's it genuinely affects a lot about yourself. And I think we take that for granted. We take friendships for granted and we think that it's a it plays a very small part into who I, who you are and who we are and the decisions that we make it should transcend into into a lot of things but anyway today we're talking about intentional friendships but let me let me take you way back let me take it way back um as i mentioned you know i'm an only child so making friends for me has always been a bit of a struggle a you know you kind of get used to um your own company as an only child growing up and I and I did grow up you know enjoying my own company but you know with time you, you start going to school and you know I, I even have memories early in my life where I would just sit in in the corner with my break in like lower primary and you know I would sit in the corner and just have my tea and my snacks and I remember my first ever best friend Helen, I don't remember her second name, guys, and I don't think I would even say it, but her name is Helen. Shout out to you, Helen, wherever you are. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> Anywho, so Helen was my first best friend, and I think we would even take naps together in the afternoon, you know, like side by side during nap time. And it was just that knowing that somebody was like my ride or die. And I don't even remember how we became friends. I just remember that we were friends. And we were besties, and I just knew that. And then life happened, and I and I moved schools, and then I went, and you know, I also just became friends with a group of people. I don't even, I don't know, guys. Do you do you guys like remember how you made your first friends? You're like, oh, you're my friend. I genuinely do not. It's just I just remember friendships. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Uh, but I just remember just hanging out with a group of people and they suddenly became my friends and quote-unquote my tribe and my besties. It wasn't a conversation, it just happened. And I think that's that's mostly a lot of friendships that happen today. You know, it's, it's the people you hang around in the office, it's people you hang around at the gym, 
It's people who, you know, you meet at events if you're in uni, people who you share the same units with or courses. And it's not like, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just me. But at the time, I, don't, I didn't like look at somebody and be like, oh my gosh, I really admire how that person does one, two, three, be my friend. No, I became a little bit more aggressive later in life, guys. <laughs> and I started stalking my friends. Anyway, that's a story for another day when one of my friends will tell you how I stalked her. But it is well. Um, it was with good intention. Just looking back as kids, you know, we didn't necessarily even have that conversation with our parents about, you know, choosing. I mean, you know, we were told, you know, don't hang around with so-and-so because of their character. But guys, our parents, maybe it's just me. My parents, you know, didn't give me, you know, like a valid reason as to why I couldn't be friends with X, Y, Z kind of people. They just told me that they weren't good and I'm supposed to take that. No, I'm, I'm quite the curious, curious Nancy. I would try, I would actually go and be friends with those people because I'm like, why am I not supposed to be friends with them? They're so cool. I don't know, maybe it's just going against the curve that used to excite me in my younger days. You know, that's pretty much how I had friends. And, and even, you know, through, through the through the years, I've had friends where uh, people didn't approve. My family didn't approve. My mom did approve. And, you know, now that I'm older, I get to appreciate the perspective that other people can have because ideally those people did not have a very good impact in my life although at the time you know I'm, I'm somebody who doesn't look at my failures as failures I, I don't even call them failures I don't even call my mistakes mistakes I choose to call my mistakes my failures my lessons and you'll see that with time as we get to know each other I don't even say failures I say the lesson that I learned because I believe it's a mindset guys really we sometimes can go through some difficult things, but I think if how you view them, how you label them is such a huge, has a, such a huge impact in how you view things and how you move on from things. So if you take things as something as a lesson, and I think most of us will view a lesson more positively, even though it's painful and it's difficult, you can always find the light, you know, in the lesson. If you call something a lesson, you can always move forward. Yeah. So some of the lessons that I learned, oh my gosh, guys, let me tell you a funny story. I digress, but this is a good one. And I think I was, um, I think I was in class three and I was, I was a chubby girl growing up. <laughs> I remember I would I had this best friend we'll call her B and B was having yogurt for break and I remember she had placed the yogurt on a bench and I was passing in between like two benches and one of them was the one that had her yogurt and then I passed and I dropped the yogurt and she got so upset and I was like yo I I didn't it's not like I did it intentionally you know I'm I'm lactose intolerant I didn't even like yogurt you know I didn't do it out of spite I don't want your yogurt but she just threw a fit guys and and she was like she wants her yogurt back oh my gosh I think that's the first time I genuinely felt betrayed by a friend because I'm like you're my friend I didn't do it intentionally I think you know there's that allowance of kind of I mean it's friendship you know and we're gonna get to that what are you we're gonna get to those uh, what we what I like to call what it's called um, silent contracts that we give people and we don't talk about it so that was like my first instinct of yo I, I expect you to kind of be a, you know show me a bit of grace you know I'm human and I remember that weekend I went home and I told my mom we're gonna go buy B you know two packets of yogurts in fact not, not just one I'm gonna buy her two and that's the end of our friendship of course in hindsight you know maybe I felt a bit of grown out of anyway maybe it would have been different but maybe B and I now you know we're not supposed to be and that's fine and i wish her all the best but you know throughout the years i have had friends who have been sisters to me and my gosh have taken me and have been with me through a lot but that was that season and i appreciate each and every one of them although you know some of them <laughs> oh man guys uh we need to be i mean it's just the to i mean not the toxicity but 
because I choose to take responsibility for my decisions, but also kind of enabling me not being the best version of myself. Let me say that. And I think when you're not conscious enough, when you're not aware of the responsibility and the impact that your tribe has on you, guys, it's, it's revolutionary when you come into that awakeness and you choose to choose different. And I think I also like, I'm a, I'm a bit of a romantic when it comes to friendships. I choose love, not war, you know, and, and I'm very, I'm one of those uh, very loyal friends and I stick it, you know, I stick it with you even when everybody else thinks that I don't deserve. I choose to give grace and I think that we also need to extend that grace to a lot of people. So throughout the years, I think also navigating through peer pressure. Oh man, uh, the things that I have done, interesting memories, I wouldn't say good, but interesting memories. Let's kind of, I want, let's talk about, let's talk about the nitty gritties about friendship. I don't want to talk about just the surface especially friendship if you're above i think if you're like 16 and above this would genuinely genuinely just be for you and this is number one you know are you you're probably hanging around with your desk mate let's start from there or the guys that you started from one with the guys who somebody who was your bedmate if you're in boarding someone who was your desk mate either way whichever boarding or day school you know you probably had like a desk mate and that was Probably like where your tribe would have started. Although there are those lucky one-offs guys who have primary ones, which I do have a story about that that's coming up. But you start hanging around with these guys and it's not like necessarily you have the same values, but maybe you study together. Maybe you guys have the same struggles with subjects and, you know, in life and at home. Because I feel like it's around this age where you start having the vulnerability and the openness to start telling people like, oh my gosh, this is how my home is. This is what I'm going through. Maybe it's the immaturity part and, you know, we, are grow- we, we all grow into it. But we don't actually get honest about what's happening. You know, I think we also, I personally, I'm not going to lie, created some many stories and i didn't have the empathy for some of my friends to be a good friend and i think guys being a good friend really requires you to be selfless and i think we don't talk about that enough guys i mean there are moments where i've talked to friends and i was kind of jealous you know maybe someone was dating kind of someone kind of cute you know maybe they went on holiday and i was like oh my gosh i wish i had that but then they'd come and say you know maybe the boyfriend isn't all that and maybe you know their parents are going through etc and instead of showing them grace and kindness i would just focus on but you you know you have this and you have that you're so lucky but we need we kind of need we need to be not kinder guys we need to we need to have a lot of grace and we need to show we need to be good friends within ourselves and stop making it about yourself it's not about you i know that sucks and it stings it stings me too but it's not always about you for you to be a good friend you need to remove yourself from the equation. You need to think about what value do you give to the other person. And then automatically, you'll just see this other person pouring into you. Oh my gosh, guys, when I learned that, that was my aha moment. If you listen to Oprah, you know. And the other thing was kind of accepting the season. And I think that's why we sometimes overstay our welcome especially with friends and i know it's hard trust me guys as i just said i'm, I'm a rottweiler man will stick with you through the thick and thin and i will walk and i will cross rivers and valleys with you but also understanding that there's some friends and my, my good friend likes to say this for a season for a reason and for a lifetime and i think that you need to be okay with 
understanding which of the three that your friends are in and to appreciate all that they've done for you, all that they've been there for you. It may not maybe have been the best of friendships, but having the awareness and the consciousness of appreciating all that they've been there for you because there's a reason why they were there. There's a reason why certain people were in my life. I needed certain people to be with me and to walk a certain part of my journey with me. Although some of them may not be here with me now and I truly wish them the best. I don't have any ill thoughts or ill feelings towards them because I now understand that that was our season and that's okay, guys. We don't recognize that enough. And some of us are in the most toxic of friendships. Guys, I mean, your friendship affects so much. Think about your, your the, the work that you do. Think about when, when, you, when you want to vent. I've had people who, and I see the difference, people who I'm upset and I call them and, 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 I, and I want to jump off the ledge and, you know, some friends are like, jump! And others are like, okay, let's take a beat. Why, why do you want to jump? Is jumping going to solve the problem? And you need to ask yourself, what, what is your friend whispering to your ear? And we for guys, especially for female friendships, and maybe this applies to guys as well, but we don't, especially when we are in emotional, volatile emotional volatile situations like anger or you're upset or something and you call a friend and you vent we don't understand the amount of power as a friend that you have in that moment of vulnerability when your friend is venting we don't recognize that that's one of the most powerful vulnerable moments that we experience as friends is when your friend reaches out and be like this is what i'm going through and i feel like this and i feel like that and then the question comes and they're like what do you think I should do? And sometimes we don't even think of how our answers come out and how it's going to impact them and the power that it has. You know, you can genuinely walk somebody off a cliff, guys, and you can help them not jump and be there for them, like truly be there for them, for them to become their highest version of themselves. And don't get me wrong, guys, I have been, you know, I, I'm not proud of myself in certain seasons in my life. I have been that friend who's like, jump. But with time, I felt like I needed different and I needed to be different in order to receive different. You also need to look at yourself. Don't go saying, oh, you need a type of, you know, a kind of friend like this and like that, and you're still not being the best version of yourself. Guys, you also need to look at the mirror and ask yourself, what type of friend am I? What value do I give to any person? What kind of friend do I want to be? Instead of seeking and asking yourself, this is what I want, this is what I want, which is great, know what you want, but also give it back give it back to somebody and that's how you'll receive it and that's how you'll attract and have friends who you're on the same wavelength with the other thing that i want just to talk about is girls i think man let's can you just be honest i think it, not even just girls i think with everything can we be real even in our fights let's stop let's stop um using the things that we share in confidence with each other in moments of vulnerability using this content against each other pinning ourselves against each other just because you can't be vulnerable enough to step into that uncomfortable space and when i say this i mean there are moments where some of my close friends are like you know what we need i genuinely don't like what you did I genuinely don't agree with your decision here. And it's it's uncomfortable because power that our friends and we have as friends to our other friends in the sense that we seek approval. You may not see that, but I want you to see it this way. That you seek approval. You know, you'll dress in a certain outfit and you, you know, twirl around your friend and you're like, yeah, I want you to tell me I look cute. That's power you're giving somebody to kind of give you that validation. And that's why sometimes you'll share and you'll vent and you won't be like, yeah, you know, he's trash or yeah, that opportunity was like, guys, seeking validation. And that's okay. That's okay because that's support. And you know, and that's and healthy friendship and the proper validation or proper support just it thrives and it makes certain opportunities just grow but at the same time 
We also need to learn how to handle our conflict better. And we need to be able to be uncomfortable. And I think this also splurges into other types of relationship, be it uh, romantic or platonic, in the sense that you need to be able to handle when somebody you love, somebody you seek validation, comes and tells you, yo, this is not okay. And not thinking that it's the end of the world, but looking within and not making it about you and saying, okay, fine, what's actually happening here? Understanding where this person is coming from. And guys, again, not making it about ourselves and actually listening to what this person is trying to tell you. It's uncomfortable. And trust me, it's been growth <laughs> to listen to somebody tell me that they don't approve of certain decisions that I've made, especially when I think I've done my best or I'm doing my best. You know, they tell me that they don't agree with me. It sucks because I want you to agree with me. You're my friend. And to some extent, we also put a standard of you're supposed to agree with me because you're my friend, you're my bestie, or whatever title that you choose to use use that's kind of, that's a tall bar guys that's a really high bar that you're putting on someone else and if you're like me i you know i don't have friends who i'd say i've known since i was in primary but you know, if it's somebody who we are getting to know each other and we're building a friendship that's a really high bar you're giving somebody who's genuinely just getting to know you right so let's think about that let's think about honestly owning moments of conflict and sitting through it it's uncomfortable and we will talk about how to handle conflict resolution from the beginning of how you're feeling and how to deal with it how to sit with that uncomfortability because i feel like when when we are quote-unquote attacked through these confrontations most of us some of us just lash out trust me and i've been there and i'll choose like yeah but you, you do this and that you know so why are you picking on me it's not like you're perfect or you're trying to justify but but it's like this it's actually not like that guys mm -mm. this is a healing space you need to own you need to own your stuff own it sis own it bro own it you need to own it you need to sit in that uncomfortability and you need to ask yourself why is this triggering me why is this a trigger for me why is is somebody not approving of a certain decision or a certain action that i have done why does it bother me so much you need to kind of sit with that thought sit with that uncomfortability and kind of figure it out and the other thing that um, i want to touch on is also boundaries man i don't know i think um, most of the content that i see out there I mean, there's some touch and goes that I see people talking about boundaries, but most of it is directed towards romantic relationships. But why don't we not talk about boundaries when it comes to friendships? And this is, I mean, and, and trust me, guys, I have also misused boundaries for the wrong reasons and trying to protect myself. I was learning. That's my one of my learning curves, and hopefully we can get to talk about that sometime. When I talk about boundaries, it's understanding that this person doesn't like it when you do xyz this person I'm really trying to look for the perfect example here okay yeah it can i'll give an example where having a conversation with my friend and we were talking about finances and we were saying okay so okay we are friends and you know hopefully we're building a friendship that grows into something into a lifelong kind of friendship it was that thing of money do am i allowed to borrow money from you do you have a certain amount of money that you're okay with me borrowing how do you want me to repay money? No, I'm not obsessively attached to it. So if you're my friend, I don't mind giving you money. And I'd be like, you know what? If it's an emergency and you really need it, and you're in a season where you need you need my help, I'll give it to you. And I'd be like, when you're at a time when you can pay it, then you know, you'll pay it back or you'll pay it forward in a different way. But you know, my friend was like, no, I personally, you know, depending on the situation, depending on how you are financially, I would expect you to pay me back in six months. Now that's uncomfortable. Again, guys, expectations, these silent contracts that we keep in our heads and we're thinking, oh, she's my friend, he's my friend. And, you know, he, he owes me this and he needs 
to give me them guys please uh you know that entitlement uh, uh, no it's gotta stop that entitlement is we don't do this here you need to have those conversations because life happens you know and and certain boundaries even when it comes to for example if it's girls you know if my my friend is seeing somebody what kind of boundaries do we have am i going to be calling up his uh, her, her guy and the guy calling me and it, well for me it's it's not you know i'm not comfortable with that but you know certain boundaries for us to be comfortable for us to have a healthy space for our friendship to grow and to become a lifelong friendship because that that's what i'm looking for i don't know what what are you guys looking for and the general problem for this week is going to be about figuring out your intentional friendships what exactly do you want and we're going to be figuring out if you're interested there's going to be a workbook and there's going to be like general prompts that are going to be delving into what are you seeking from a friend and also how to pick the right friends and it's going to be uncomfortable guys but you know we are here for the growth the other thing that i want us to talk about is values i know this might sound boring but i genuinely love having powerful conversations conversations like what i'm having with you right now and that's kind of important for me i want to be in a space where i can be myself and i can have powerful impactful conversations on a lot of topics and i don't feel like i need to pretend or I need to dumb myself down. I feel like earlier on in my my friendship growth, I needed felt like I dumbed myself down because thing and I think you know that's that's the growth trajectory and you know kind of figuring yourself out as you go along and for me one of my values is that we we genuinely have to have a genuine sisterhood and where in a genuine friendship where we can be honest about our growth and our stories and it's a judgment free zone that's one of my values guys what are your values it's not about cocktails it's not about hanging out and going for brunch okay what happens when life life hits the fan are these guys going to be with you when when you're going through the lows who do you want to be there with you guys you want to be all alone i mean i've been in seasons where i've been through the low and those friends were not there for me and it sucked it was a reality check that i needed to choose better and i needed to be better so that i can have better friends you know i needed to do the work on my end so that i can be a good friend and and attract you know better friends than i've had before and to be intentional right and that's why my stalkerish story will come in one day where i stalked one of my really good friends <laughs> but she loves me um and i love her too guys i think just to start off and we're going to have various angles to this conversation and i'm going to rope in you know, some of my friends and some other people who are a bit older who have had their own journeys with friendships and they can share their own story it's it's a journey i'm not there yet but right now i'm in a good space i'm very big on try because some of the things i've been through and guys covid has hit us in so many ways and myself included i've had my own pivot moments i've had my own low moments where i just i don't know where i genuinely and i and i mean this with with all my heart i genuinely do not know where i would be if it wasn't for my tribe my tribe has honestly really held me down in moments where i needed a shoulder in moments where i needed encouragement in moments where i just needed to let go and we'll talk about angles of friendship let's have this conversation let's have it a bit widely let's have it widely not a bit widely let's talk about it what are what are the challenges you guys go through with friendships i want to hear your growth stories if even if it's positive those guys who had friends and i'm so jealous those guys who had friends 
from like primary guys how do you do it how do you not get bored okay although me and my girls like can't keep going talking and yet we see each other every day no how do you guys like maintain friendships from all the way from primary how did you guys navigate through fights and how did you navigate through different phases as you grew and became different people you know you get to know somebody differently with the years and even for those who are trying to figure it out what exactly are you looking for you know share on the comments on our podcast pages and on social media especially on social media guys i want us to have a conversation and if you guys really like this conversation you know we can expand it and make it into something where we can have a bigger platform and talk about friends and intentional friendships also um i think also talking about um what do i call it uh sorry <laughs> and also talking about friendships between guys and and girls and you know the, the whole taboo thing that guys and girls can't be friends and trust me guys i've been on that boat <laughs> and now we are off it but we, we can talk about that and hopefully i can bring one of my friends and we can talk about our own journey and how we grew from that and how we are having such a beautiful friendship right now and i'm so grateful so yeah guys um let's continue this conversation and i really hope that we can all learn to have more intentional friendships because guys again as i started this episode show me your friends and i show you who you are show me the five people who you spend your time with the sum of it is you you are the sum of it guys think about that meditate on that and let's see how we can build better, more intentional, impactful friendships. Hey guys, thank you so, so much for listening. If you've not already subscribed, please click, click on that subscription button so that you don't miss out on episodes every Tuesday. And if you feel so inclined, it would be great to get a rate and review from you. This allows the podcast to be more visible for other people to get this content. Thank you in advance. Oh, and before I forget, please share, share with your friends, share with your family. These are conversations we need to be having.